What is up fellow bench warmers? Welcome to your daily fantasy quickie. What's up guys? It's Fantasy Bench Warmers once again and welcome to our quickie weekend quickie Friday. It's a Friday night. Uh, with me, JJT, and Komish. Komish, exciting yes, games today. Not yes. too many, but the last game was the last game. Pretty entertaining. It was John Morant versus uh, Steph Curry. And what are your thoughts? John Morant playing another great game. Thirty points, I think. He had four steals. Uh, he shot. I think six out of six from the free throw. One of uh, one of his, uh, I'd say, weaknesses in terms of fantasy uh, output. But today, and I think he shot fifty percent from the field again today. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's number six uh, overall this season. So yes, I could. I, I will say. I will say. I did not see him to be. Di- I didn't see him being this good. This year, after last year, he was not even in top 150. But when you watch them play, Ja is really in a different level right now. They're they're giving him the ball. They're the offense. I think the the important thing with Memphis is they let go of Jonas Balanchunas. So one one uh, the the back to the basket game of Jonas is gone. Steven Adams is playing strictly in the free throw line, giving Ja picks. Or uh, they pass him the ball in the free throw line, a la Draymond, and then he tries to look for Ja and everything. So the play, yeah. the, the offense is centered on Ja. So so it's like I, I think Memphis. What Memphis did is that they get got rid of one. You know, they had one less mouth to feed because Jonas is pretty much known for his offensive skills. Yes, one step backwards, two steps forward, in a sense. Because they also tra- traded away Grayson Allen. Yeah. Because they wanted to play Desmond Bain. So I want to talk about these two guys. Ja Morant, I should admit I was wrong. I had him as a bust because people were picking him at the 40s, some at the 30s. But it, it doesn't look like a bust. It really looks like he's going to be a top 50 guy, at the very least, top 50 this year. You um, think so? Because lots of analysts don't buy, still, they don't buy the idea that. John Morant has improved this much yeah. or will be top 50 this year. I, I, I believe that he did not improve this much. I said it. If his percentage is 50%, 60% from two points, that's impossible. It's, it's going to go down to 45, 46. But that's still top 50 for me. If, he, he's, if he's averaging, gonna, he's, gonna, he's number one in scoring this year, 30.6 a game. If let's say that goes down to around 26, 27, which is reasonable, right? I, I guess... Yep. Even if it's inefficient, twenty six points a game is is I think uh, doable. Yeah, and the assists is there, the three pointers are there, the steals may go down until one, one point two, one point three. That's top fifty. So, yeah. so I think top fifty is doable for Ja. Not this top ten Ja Morant. Of course, this is not sustainable. But even if he drops back a little bit, still top fifty. Yeah, and, so, and I guess top fifty is fair value. I mean. Most of yeah. the people drafted him in that range, 40, uh, yeah. a little below you know, 40 or maybe at the 40-ish range. Uh, so that's good return already. If he continues to 
play like this that's good early returns for you i mean uh that's an you know you i'm pretty sure you're you're quite happy with how he's playing well i've seen jamorant being traded for first rounders so that's that's something i can i can agree with and another another factor about it let's talk about little bit about trade values right because people may not understand that there are players that are easily tradable players like maybe Jamoran, yes. uh, players like maybe Zion. Like th- these guys, even if they're not playing very well, or Michael Porter Jr., they're Name quite, value. Yeah, the name value, the excitement. Luca, for example, even if he's going to struggle, it's going to be an easy uh, sell. Uh, who else in the first round? I mean, players like uh, Paul George, for example, it's not an easy sell if, you know, if he's struggling. It's not you know, no, not many would want him if he's uh, struggling, or many people would probably try to sell him already if he's gonna struggle, right? I mean, those there, there are these types of players. Yes, uh, trades, trades are, you know, you, you, there are factors in trades that are not just numbers and ranks, yep. as you said. The the Jamorants, that's why he was picked in the 40s, even if he was terrible last year, because a lot of people. Like Ja, a lot of people collect NBA cards, as you said, and a lot of people collect Ja because you have to remember the time that the NBA cards returned to prominence was the time that Ja and Zion were rookies. Yep. So, so a lot of uh, the new collectors were Ja Morant collectors because, of course, they were rookies that year, so they they wanted to collect rookie cards. So yeah. there are a lot of Ja Morant fans. So, yeah, he's easy to trade. <laughs> easy, <laughs> he's easy to start. trade. And, and, yes. Easy to trade for uh, maybe a first or a second rounder at that, and, right? And that's something I did not take into consideration when drafting. Because, yeah, you can draft a player you think is a sleeper, but when, when you want to get rid of the player or try to sell high or whatever, you're kind of stuck because nobody yep. wants the player. So you cannot you, take advantage. Are you, are you talking about Harrison Barnes? I don't have I, I have one Harrison Barnes, but I'm not interested in selling high on Harrison Barnes. Because but I think that's that's like I said, that's the classic example of someone people who probably would not really want to get. Actually, I'm thinking of guys like Jalen Brown. Guys yeah, like another another player. Uh guys I mean like, if you look say, into Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, uh most managers would probably want Tatum, not just because He's a first-round potential player, but if they're playing well together, and you ask me to choose between them, even if let's say Jalen Brown is playing really well, and then Jason Tatum is struggling really bad, uh, managers would still want Tatum not just for the upside, but he's more exciting. He's more marketable. You know, more, mar- marketable. He's more marketable. The game is you know more fluid. Like if you watch his game. It's like you know, uh, you know, very smooth. This the moves yeah. are very smooth, yeah, um, and very skillful. So those there are those types. Of in Tagalog, I mean, in Tagalog, it's forma. Yeah, it's the, like the, the probably Aiton is not someone who would be easily tradable because he's a boring type of player for, for, for a center. But yeah, uh, because he's a center, he's still easier to trade than. Than yeah, the normal the, boring player. yeah, but but for a center, he's not as uh, easily tradable than maybe yes, uh, yes. 
a Clint Capella who can give you exciting numbers or yeah. right? I mean Capella's good. Uh, player managers would probably want him, but uh, just because you know he he gives out really exciting numbers, they want him more, right? Unlike yes, um, unlike Aiton who is maybe uh, up and down in terms of game, but solid all throughout, right? So so there, there's that type of trading psychology, I guess. Uh, when you when you talk to like, uh, I was talking to Joao and uh, I. I think I forgot what I said, but I mentioned to him about uh, there was one question about trading a player, for example, and I told him you ask with what who's the favorite team of that manager, what's the favorite player, because that sometimes comes into play, right? Yes, yes. You can for sure. trade to him a player he he wants or a player from that team uh, that he loves, right? So those are some psychology in trading. So. Yeah, we started off with Jamorant, one of our feel-good players. Desmond Bain also. Desmond Bain is another feel-good player. I you think talked he's... about uh, Jordan Poole and Desmond Bain. Yeah, Jordan Poole is one of our worry players. And I guess at the start of the season, Jordan Poole was out there. He was so hot in preseason and then he was named a starter and everything. And of course, it's Golden State. So a lot more people were hyped with Jordan Poole, but the, the, he's an exciting player to watch. Like the moves are smooth, you know. He's but, but, very but, athletic. But the guy hiding in plain sight was Desmond Bain. I have to give credit to uh, Eric Ong. He yeah. was the one who told us about Desmond Bain. And I, to be honest, I really did not think of much about Desmond Bain. I, I like Desmond Bain. I thought of him just as a pure shooter, someone who can shoot, who who's good. Maybe kind of a Tim Hardaway Jr. But when I when the more I watch him, he's he, he defends well. He can create his own shot. He's a good rebounder and he's tough, tough as hell. And and he's and I, efficient. Yes, for efficient. someone who's who who is a shooter. So I think even with Dylan Brooks uh, returning, it's really Melton who's gonna really go to the bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bane, Bane is there. Uh, I think as a starter for the rest of the season. And if you picked him, I picked him up in a lot of uh, leagues. So that means he was a free agent. He wasn't drafted. Yeah, that's in a, good, a lot of leagues, he return. was uh, quite. He was undrafted. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good return. Jordan Poole. Will we talk about Poole now? Uh, yeah, let's talk about him. Uh, we one of our uh, very players. He. Poole. I I he don't think end he's the a, game again. Yeah, twenty three minutes today. I don't. How many think did he score? I don't think he even scored nine. well. Nine points, two rebounds, three assists, six turnovers, and I think the six turnovers were was the reason why he didn't play the whole overtime and the whole fourth uh, half of the fourth quarter. He was subbed by Steve Kerr, and that was the thing that I was really worried about with Jordan Poole when he was bringing down the ball. It's like a turnover waiting to happen. He, uh, there's lots of times when he was gonna pass an entry pass to someone, uh, someone down low. He can't pass it. It's always being stolen by the uh, the defender, so that that's a worry for me. That's really he should stay as a you know scorer shooter, not as a backup point guard because he's no, really I, not not good at that. And role. I was just about to say that maybe it's he is in the wrong system or he is not used correctly. Uh, I we yes. are not coaches, but. Uh, just to compare it to Desmond Bain, I think Bain is being used really well in Memphis. And I think the whole starting five 
is used really well. And that can, you can see that in the stats, uh, not everyone wants to really score, but given the opportunity, everyone can score, even Melton. Melton did play well today in terms of scoring, but had four steals and three blocks. Three blocks, yes. Right? So I, I, they are being used very well uh, compared to maybe Jordan Poole, who's somewhat being used as a, 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 a replacement or a Steph Curry 2.0. Yes, that is what Steve Kerr wants to happen. And I guess they're over overrating the guy or over expecting too much from, from Jordan Poole. And that is what is killing him. Look, uh, uh, as for Memphis, that's one uh the Anthony Melton is actually three out of eighteen already the past two games. Yep. But because he's as you said, being used properly, the, the steals, the blocks, even the assistance. And he's known for that. There. I mean he's yeah. He's known for that. That's why lots of uh, fantasy analysts love his game because he contributes across the board. Even if he doesn't score, he can rebound, he can pass the ball, he can defend. So don't drop him. Yeah, don't <laughs> drop him. No, I mean, even in, uh, in a, uh, even if he comes off the bench, yes, uh, he is still a rosterable player just because of the type of contributions he can give you. Just fast about Kyle Anderson. He played well today. Uh, he, I watched the whole game and he played well because he played the whole fourth quarter. He played the whole overtime period. They, they did not bring back Steven Adams because Golden State played Raymond played small, Green, Andre, yeah. Andre Iguodala, Damian Lee, Curry, and then one more small guy. I forgot who the other one. Otto Porter, I think. But they played really small. So that is a little matchup thing. But we have to watch the next game if Kyle Anderson gets a little bit of his groove back. So if he does and he finds himself in a more steady role, He's rosterable in 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 fourteen team leagues. Um, yeah, Jordan Poole, is he still a hold in a standard twelve team league? Yes, a standard twelve team league is thirteen rosters, so that is hundred and fifty six, I think, players. Jordan Poole is hundred just outside top one hundred, so he's still rosterable for me. Let's okay. let's let's see because he has good and bad games. He's up and down. Yep. So maybe trade him if he has a good game. That's that's my advice. Trade him after a good game or package him with another player. Actually, then... actually, I don't see him being a player that's going to be hard to trade. Again, another exciting player, very hype. I just feel that right now the value is not too good, but when he gets a good game in, I don't think it's going to be that difficult to trade him. A lot of my uh, opponents in my leagues where I have Jordan will watch or read my articles and watch our quickies because <laughs> when I offer, I try to offer Jordan Poole a lot of times. Yes, that's, that's a challenge. That's a challenge and, now. And they did tell me that you just said that he's overrated. <laughs> so, so, you know. The good thing is they're listening or they're reading. The bad thing is now you can't make a move. Yes, because I have him. And I don't know. Let me see. Let me see what I can do. Maybe I'll talk to other managers who are not as active and try to try to do something. So I don't know. Yeah, but again, if you're not listening to the show or not reading the articles, I think it's going not going to be hard to trade yeah. him. Uh, because he's an exciting player and he's very high player. So People might think he, he's just slumping and uh, his game would come around. But I don't feel his game would come around in a sense that I don't think he's going to be very consistent. And I think he's going to be one of those players who's going to be very annoying to own. Uh, 
especially if you drafted him really early, like within the top 100, he's going to be really annoying too. And there is the Clay Thompson thing that we have to worry about. Yep. So the timing as well. <laughs> of the, the timing. Play. Yes. Uh, actually, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised by the end of the season, Jordan Poulos will be dropped at some point. Yes. I, 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 I think, I think I that will that. happen. Uh, I can see that. That will happen. Um, all right. So, who else are feel good players? Uh, Montrez Harrell. As I Solid. said, we, no we, talk, we great, talked about him yesterday, but we have to talk about across, him again. Great line across the board. 25-13. Yeah. Similar to yesterday. Yesterday, it was 25-11. 25-11, yeah. Today, and he had four assists, like, I think today. Yes. And then uh, a couple of steals in a block or a, a Two, a steal, uh, two steals or two in blocks. I, I, it's a full line. It's a full line with Gafford, zero turnovers. Gafford is day to day, so that's good news for Gafford owners. It wasn't uh, any structural damage, but uh, what to do with Harrell? Um, uh, timing. I, I, I want to because if you trade him now, you, 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 you do not get some of the value left with Harrell. Yep. I think. He will still have value even if Gafford returns, and he still has those double double numbers. Maybe two more weeks, two more weeks, and then try to try to gauge for offers because I think Thomas Bryant is still around a month away, maybe a month away. So, so as, as of now, just enjoy Harrell's yeah, performance. I, to be honest, I own uh, Harrell in a few leagues, and I drafted him what one thirty, yeah, one forty in some leagues. I mean. I wouldn't mind yes. holding him. I mean, I think as a yes. six-man, he still has uh, that 150 value right there. Uh, if not for Thomas Bryant, I'm not even going to entertain any trade offers right now for Harrell because I think he's just solid this year. And I, and the, here's, the, here's my thing about Thomas Bryant. I just feel that he won't get there. I mean... Oh, you, we, we, we can say he won't get there, but he will still get minutes. And that well, will still be a problem. That will still be a problem. Definitely one of the three will not play. So one of the three will become the Alex Ben in the Tristan Thompson, Alex Ben John. Holmes now, now I'm going to be afraid it might be Gafford, especially with this injury. Well, it's not, it's not a major injury though. So by the time Thomas Bryant comes back, he should be healthy. So, and he was signed to a big contract. So yeah. I don't know. We'll it's see. Really, we'll see. It's really something to to ponder. I don't know how it will happen. Yeah, I really is, don't know what will happen. Uh, and this is like uh, the the Washington version of the Toronto rotation, right? We don't know what happens if Pascal Siakam comes back. Uh, yes. Although we know that most likely Pascal Siakam would get a lot of minutes because he's the like the what second. Technically, yes. the second or third best player in that in that uh, roster, right? I mean, uh, Montrezl Harrell is probably what uh, the fourth or the fifth best player. I guess yes, you that, can say right? that. Yeah, you can say that. Offensively, yeah. I think uh, the good thing about Harrell, if he continues to get those defensive points, defensive uh, stats, he's gonna be really fun to own because he can score. I mean, he can score better than Gafford. Of course, yeah. Right, uh, and if he gets those steals and blocks, he's gonna be really fun to own. Yes, uh, if you're asking me what's my guess, my guess is Thomas Bryant. My guess is Thomas Bryant will be the one who will not play 
much. So, but, but let's yeah, see. that's what I that's what I feel as well. Coming from an ACL and as a big yeah. man, he might they might slowly get him back. I mean, really slow. I mean, he they won't really force it. Yes. Plus, correct. this um, Washington team is quite you know exciting, fast. They're winning. They're winning, right? And yeah, it seems like Harrell fits fits mm-hmm. among the pieces. And the fans loved him. A while ago, he he had a bad fall. He went to the locker room. When he came back, everybody was cheering and standing up for him. Yep. So, so, so he's ready. He's ready getting the. He's like the, he's like the, the Alex fans. Caruso with more stats. Yeah. Yes. Alex Caruso with more a lot more stats. So Montrez yeah. Harrell is a feel good player, of course. John Collins. Well, what I can think... we say about John Collins? Another efficient line. Actually, he's averaging 43% from the free throw line this year. And he's ranked 40-something. So I think that ranking is a little misleading because I don't think he's going to shoot 40% yeah. from the free throw line. So when it goes back to the 75 to 80%, he can go back to the top 30, yep. which is high for, for him because nobody expected him to be there. And, so, and plus, he's only averaging 26 to 28 minutes a game, although today he had 38. So there's and he's there's, rebounding more. Yes, there's chance for him to really improve more. That's why I like him as a target in trades. Although he's playing well, so it's kind of hard to trade for year, him. Last year, it was Capella who was getting all those rebounds. Uh, so John Collins didn't rebound as well last year, but yes. this year I noticed that his rebounding has improved because they're playing him at center more. Mm-hmm. Uh, the past two games because Gallo came back uh, what happened is our one of our worry players Capella is losing minutes he's only getting 23 to 24 minutes and that's without uh, Okongwu there yet so it just become John Collins and then three wing players Hunter Reddish even Gallo yep. and Bogdan so so that's sometimes that's what their rotation is and that in that kind of a lineup Collins gets a lot of rebounds because he's a he's a center yeah, he's a big man, uh, so that's good for him. So, do you think the trend would continue? We're in Clint Capella with you know. I think, I think Clint Capella is a little by low. Uh, last year he also started slow with Atlanta, if you remember, mm-hmm. and then he had a good, good, good stretch. Yeah, and I think that 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 I think that will happen this year again. I think I think that will happen again. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's healthy though, Capella. I don't uh, think he's healthy. That, that's so that's my that, hunch. that can be that can be another factor, uh, but yeah. we'll see we'll see. I mean, it's still uh, like we said, it's still early second week. Um, a little not bylo. even not even done right. The second week yes. is not even done. So, so we'll see what happens there with Ken Capella. All right, uh, those are feel good players. Uh, we had Steph as feel good player, but we all know Steph, right? Yeah, I mean, there's really nothing to talk about Steph. Draymond had the classic Draymond line. Uh, not much points, a little bit of everything, plus the defensive stats, of course. 12, 7, 3, 5. That's, yep. that's his stat line. And the most important thing, no free throws. <laughs> yeah. Just, that's yeah. a win. That's a win. Yeah. So classic Draymond line there. And he should be solid all throughout the season. Um, worry players. So we talked about Poole. We talked about Capella. Let's talk about Isaiah Stewart. Oh, yeah. Isaiah Stewart, that's something a good person to talk about. 
Let's talk about uh, Isaiah Stewart. I've I'm been surprised. getting a lot of offers. Oh, you are? Okay. To get my Isaiah Stewart. Um, so, oh, you have Isaiah Stewart? Yep. So how was it? <laughs> well, the offers are... Bad. Not really bad. If you look into how they're performing now, uh, you know, of course, given that Isaiah Stewart is not performing at all, uh you know, it was kind of fair in the sense that those players being offered are contribute can contribute now. Like right? example, can you like give an Grayson example? Like a Grayson Allen plus one, another player. Uh-huh. I mean, these are players that are really... That's, buy, that's, that's really that's buying low. On, buying low, yeah. I say Stuart, but of course, uh, given that uh, we know it's buying low, so <laughs> we probably would reject it, right? <laughs> we'll just uh... wait and see. Yes, if you're not worried about his role, I guess you wait and see. And I don't see Kelly Olynyk starting in front of uh, ahead of him. I don't see that happening. Uh, Detroit is terrible. We have seen that. Kate doesn't play, but even if Kate plays, they're going to be out of contention pretty much soon. So, yes, it's annoying that he only got I don't know how many minutes today, 16, 17. Yeah. Yeah. And then the so far he has not had a big game, no steals, no blocks. Not yeah, much. I think he he had one good game. Yes, oh, yeah, just one. Uh, then there's really not much there after that. But 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 as I said, you have to look at the role. Is there a path for him to get back those minutes? And I think there is because there's really nobody else they would rather play than him because they're developing the young players. Yep. So yes, he's starting slow, but it's a buy low moment. I'm I, I do think he was drafted too high. That that At I 50s, that I think. yeah, I think yeah. he was drafted yeah. too high. Um he was drafted too high. So um, then I'm I'm not sure what level should he be should he have been drafted. Uh 80s, I think. All right. I mean uh, after Potel, maybe same level mm-hmm. as Horford and Wendell Carter Jr. Yeah. I think I, I think at those range. He was uh, being drafted. He was being he was being pegged as somewhat uh, of a Robert Williams. Yes, he was in that tier. Robert Williams, yep. Jonas Valanciunas, and after them, it was and him. I think and then that was right? the like him and Robert Williams were the and the, the last centers there in that year. Before Potel. being drafted, yep. Before, before Potel. So I think they they were the last two centers. Wherein you have to pick one, and sometimes yeah. you know, I still I say Stewart goes first. Sometimes Robert Williams goes first. He he should have been in the next tier to the to the to the Potel, Horford, Wendell Carter Jr., maybe even Bamba tier. But Bamba is way better than him now. Yeah. So so there. Uh. So yeah, by low moment for I say Stewart, and if you are holding I say Stewart, well, you can hold on to him. Patience. Uh, yeah, a little more patience there. But he's starting. I mean, that's one plus there. He's always starting. It's and Cade is coming back. So maybe Cade coming yeah. back will help him. Yeah, just see first what happens there. Um, again, uh, I know Olinik has been playing well. And mm, yeah, but well, it's Olinik. It's yeah. you know, you, you know what you can get. Nothing much, nothing exciting. Nothing and exciting, he play... but he can, you know, he can contribute a few. You know things here yeah. and there, yeah, right. Uh, even off the bench. Uh, so yeah, we'll see what happens with Isaiah Stewart, Jay Sean Tate. 
he's had a few good games, not so bad games. Um, I think only one this year. I think one or two. One, only one, I think. He has been really bad this year. And well, the even good in the thing is he's starting now. Yes, in the preseason, he was coming off the bench. So now he's starting. And Daniel House is gone. So it's, out, it's up to Eric Gordon, you know, to be his... Uh, to be getting his minutes. But, you know, he's not a drop. But, you know, he's not a must-own, must-hold. Very low-end player, right? If yeah. you have somebody else that you can pick up or you want to stream his... It's probably... Uh, there was a question. I, I haven't replied yet, but there was a question about Jason Tate and uh, Suggs. Yeah, Jaylen. I replied to that. All right. So, uh, what's your take there? I, I'll go Suggs. I'll go Suggs. Because... Uh, both of them have been terrible and Suggs has the upside. Suggs has the potential and I think Suggs will be better for sure. Tate, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if this will be the best. And, and or, I mean, other, than, other than the field goal, Suggs has contributed more. Other yeah. than the field goal, I think the rest is, you know, bad but it's not really as bad as Tate's line, I guess. And, and the best that Tate is is like Dorian Finney-Smith. Or, or you know, yeah. those kind of low-end players like Batum, yep. maybe. Yep. So we can easily get those players. So, yep. so you go with somebody that's really harder to, to find, like yep. Suggs. If he, if he, if he, you know, improves, it's gonna be, you know, harder to get a player like that. And even if he doesn't improve, again, he's easier to trade. True. Right. That's. But, true. I know. It goes back to the point I was talking about. You know, even if they're playing. Uh, not hmm. as good today. I mean, Suggs would probably be easier to trade later on. I don't even know how you trade Tate. <laughs> <laughs> no. You even, even, if if you add, well. even if you add him in a package, I mean... Yes. People probably... will be like, okay, yeah, <laughs> who's yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, buy players. We talked about this before the start of the season, uh, before the start of the week. The Dallas players, Jalen Brunson, Dorian Finney-Smith, Maxi Kleber. If you uh, if you listen to us, then you had you've had a great great. Uh, if you took ad- Maxi Kleber, six then, blocks. Well, if you took him before today, because I think a lot of managers took him after today's game. Yeah, well, you should have t- taken him before today because we did say if you're streaming, Dallas should be number one option, and yeah. Dorian Finney-Smith. If you got him before Dorian the- Finney-Smith, should have been picked up. Even at the yes. start of the season, I mean, you shouldn't be having Dorian Finney-Smith in your, especially in a fourteen-team yeah. league. Uh, he is a must-own. I mean, not really a must-own, but he is a solid contributor. Solid own, solid own. Yeah, yeah. Jalen, J- Jalen also, I think, is a fourteen-team guy at the moment. Uh, he's been good. He's averaged uh, six assists, eleven points, two three-pointers. Those are not bad numbers. And yep. I don't know what's wrong with Chris Tapps, as I said. Still out. Uh, I don't know if he, what the leadership council is saying about this, but but as long as he's out, more more chances for these guys. More yep. chances for these guys. Uh, so yeah, the the Dallas Bears. Lonnie Walker. We talked about him. Uh, he started without Doug without Doug McDermott. So he yeah, he's the one there. who started. He should then, be picked up. And then Damian Lee. Yeah, um, another player who. Is finishing games um, over Jordan Poole. Uh, although today I didn't, I think he didn't shoot the ball well. 
he didn't shoot the ball well and he he actually got the last shot to tie the game but he missed it so so well at least you know uh, they, they trust him they trust him to take the shot well he's Steph Curry's brother-in-law so <laughs> i mean maybe <laughs> maybe Steph wants that, him that had know. an impact uh, yeah. to it uh, all right so those are our uh, feel good by and worry players will do a little because uh, someone messaged me, a friend messaged me uh, this morning or this afternoon and then asked me what to do with this lineup. So I just thought of we'll do a segment here on how to fix this uh, manager's team. Uh, and maybe we would need help from Komish to see how to fix this team. I will. I haven't maybe... seen it. Okay, I haven't so seen the team. You haven't seen the team, so I'll, I'll share my screen. All right. Can you see it now? Um, it's small. Okay, okay. I'll just okay. So let's let's go through. He has James Harden, Lamelo. Okay. Uh, Drew Holiday, Drew. Trent, Keldon Johnson, Brandon Ingram, Jakob Portal, uh, and then he has Jaden McDaniels, Darius Garland, Bruce Brown, Clint Capella, Damian Lee. Jaden McDaniels and yes, a couple of IL guys. Okay. Um, it's so hard. I was trying to see where to start in fixing the team because it's so hard. Is this a 14 or a 16 14 or 12? Team, 14 team league. 14 team league. Do you want me to zoom For it? what? I'll zoom uh, it. Or can you see it? Uh, yeah, I can see it. I think, I think uh, for one, he has too much guards. Already, James Harden, Lamelo. I think he has uh, Drew. He has Garland. So there's too much of them. Um, Brandon Ingram is also great in assists. Basically, he's too strong in assists and too weak in in the others. The others, the other stats. So I'd rather I I'd keep and he's Harden. losing assists by the way today this week. He says the only really? stat he's winning is the threes. Well, because you know, Lamelo's not playing well. Uh, yeah, Harden yeah. is not playing well. Drew is not playing at all. So pretty much yeah. three players who he, he was hoping for some assists didn't really perform. And then How's Garland, he winning three-pointers? Who's, who's shooting the three-pointers here? Uh, Brandon Ingram has you know, shot a lot of threes lately. Mm. Uh, or maybe his opponent is not really the best in three pointers. I, 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 yes. Could be an all uh, big man lineup or a more big man stats there. The problem here is like Hotel and Capella are really terrible in the free throw, right? Yep. Uh, having one of them pair up with Harden is okay, but if you have Capella and Hotel together, then. The strengths of Harden, Ingram, you know, Garland. Garland's a good free throw shooter. I mean, you're basically negating that. So mm-hmm. I would I would I would try to sell high on Potel for uh, maybe uh uh a big man who could shoot better free throws. That that's one. Mm-hmm. Number two, I'll really try try also one of the guards, either I would say maybe Drew, no, Drew is injured, but w- one one guard, maybe Garland or whoever, trade him for a for a guy who could give you more rebounds. Lamelo, 
I'd keep Lamelo. I'd keep Lamelo because Lamelo, uh, Lamelo is an important player in this in this build because he gives rebounds and he gives assists, mm-hmm. right? So, so he he gives you the 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 stats that you need already in this build. So I I'll keep Lamelo and he's perfect with Harden as long as of course he's struggling because Harden is struggling. But when Harden gets back his game, Lamelo Harden combo is really good. So. Actually, if Capella and Potal are not bad free throw shooters, he's he's gonna be he's gonna be okay, but they are bad. So you have to at least try to remove one of them, in my yep. opinion, and uh, then one of the guards maybe trade them for for either a big or a wing who could rebound better. So if he could maybe trade Keldon, yes, for I sure. Don't think that that guy can help his team or maybe use. Uh, Ingram's good. I, I, Ingram's playing well, so I think he's one of the more tradable players here. Although um, I'd rather even... have Tobias than Ingram in this team. For for mm-hmm. for one, I think Ingram is uh, not that needed yeah. in this team. Another... Maybe Tobias. Yeah. Uh, and, so... and if Drew comes back and Pascal comes back, he's okay. Uh, Potel maybe trade him for Horford maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a player I could think of maybe Horford total for Horford and then I mean I think if you have Tobias and Horford here instead of Ingram and Potal and then Keldon of course if you can trade him trade him then this yeah. is good because Drew will come back Pascal will come back and then you have a strong team already Yeah, my opinion uh, and, and I think this is another case of um, you know his players not performing Really well. I mean, under Harden is underperforming. Meaning yes. Lamelo is underperforming. Drew's out. Um, but again, still, the high end picks, the top tier picks, are good, are nice. But the low end picks are not too good. Like I don't like the Keldon pick. I don't like yes. uh, uh, the other players. Like uh, even the Gary Trent pick. Or I think I, I would guess Bruce Brown was just picked up from the waiver or. Damien Lee. I mean, the supporting guys are really not good. Bruce Brown's spot and Damian Lee's spot, actually even Jalen's spot, can be streamed. I don't know who's in the free agency, but you can't stream three spots. You have to Dorian have Finney players. Smith is in the free agency. Yes, I would pick Dorian Finney-Smith over, over yep. any of these three guys. I told him to pick up Dorian and then And then just stream maybe one or two spots because there are lots of weak players here. Brown, Lee... And and Jalen McDaniels are yep. not really supposed to be, you know, every uh, every game kind of and, players for you. And even Jaden McDaniels, I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't think it fits well. I guess. Oh, maybe with the blocks, uh, with the blocks and the steals, maybe he could help. Uh, so yeah, it's okay. I, I guess McDaniels is okay. He 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 would. He would help him in some of the, the categories. It's more of Lee, more of you know Bruce Brown. They're low end prospects. I think has, he has to find a better replacement yeah. for those guys. Um, yep. Uh, you know, I, I would say drop Lee, pick up Dorian Finney-Smith. Although he's in the waivers, so I'm not sure if he's gonna get. Who's the two players in the IL? Siakam and Chuma. Okiki. Oh, okay. I'd rather put Drew there in the IL and just drop Okiki. 
Yeah, just another I mean, option. I mean, just yeah. to you have another spot that's playing. Yes, yes. Right? Okay, he's uh, not worth it. I don't think he's gonna play over Franz Wagner when he comes back. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, that's another, uh, dilemma of a rotation, the magic. Uh. But yeah, hopefully that helps. Uh, and that wraps up our quickie. We'll try to do some uh, as some more of those uh, fix your lineup stuff so hopefully that can help you guys alright that's it for our daily fantasy quickie it's the weekend so I hope you guys have a great weekend ahead and we'll see you guys again tomorrow guys bye bye guys bye